Welcome to this edition of the Sound of the State podcast series from the Illinois Senate Democratic Caucus in Springfield. I'm Colby Huff, joined today on Zoom by State Senator Steve Stottleman of Rockford, along with Pamela Lopez-Fettis of the Growth Dimensions Economic Development Group. Now, as 2021 heads toward the finish line, we're looking to the future and specifically the future of the electric vehicle industry, both here in Illinois and across the nation. So, Senator Stottleman, you recently led the way on a bill to position our state at the forefront of that industry as it grows. Let's talk a little bit about the Reimagining Electric Vehicles in Illinois Act. What is it? What does it do? And how are we going to benefit? Well, the future is here. Automakers will be making the transition to electric vehicles over the next couple of years. And decisions, frankly, will be made in the next six months on where to locate these EV manufacturing facilities, whether to retool existing plants and where to locate supply chain companies, which a lot of people don't realize also means thousands of jobs for a region. And of course, in the Rockford area, we have the Stellantis plant in Belvedere. And we obviously in the region would love to see that plant retooled eventually for EV production. And we need as a state to provide incentives to automakers to stay here and locate here. We have a lot of good things going on in the state. We have a competitive workforce, a quality workforce. We have a good education system, especially at the community college level. We have good assets in the state to be competitive. But as we've seen, other states are also throwing all kinds of incentives at these automakers, sometimes straight cash to get them to stay here or come here. And it's a game we have to play in the state of Illinois. And so what this package does is incentivize the EV industry, both large and small businesses, to stay in the state and locate in the state. So this is just puts our best foot forward to make sure that we're competitive. Pamela, the senator mentioned Belvedere, and that's where your organization is based out of. How does the retooling of this existing plant stand to benefit the area for the perspective of your organization, the Growth Dimensions Economic Development Group? Retooling, which typically happens in the automotive industry every five to six years is significant for our area. As the Senator indicated, these jobs come from a 70-mile radius. They're significant for Illinois. In Illinois alone, we're 13% above the national average on automotive workers, which equates to about 43,000 workers. In our region alone, this is about 30,000 workers, and we're 158% the national average. So to have this investment will not only build our workforce and retain our workforce, but also help our workforces grow into these skills that are essential in order to transition into EV technology. So this is an opportunity that it will grow our jobs, grow the skills within our workforce, within our region, and through the state of Illinois. It also is the number of tier one, tier two, the advanced manufacturing would be key because these investment would also increase the organization's investment in software. You know, the information technology is changing with electric vehicles. They're making investments in powertrains and batteries in the infrastructure and in partnership with government. So Stellantis is planning on being 98% electrified by 2030. We hope that in our region will be part of that solution. Senator Stottleman, tell me a little bit about the process of pulling 
pulling this new bill together. Talk to me about why this is important, not just to the district you represent, to Rockford, but to the entire state. For example, the former Mitsubishi plant in the Bloomington Normal Market and how it has become something new involving the electric vehicle industry. Rivian's been a great success story in the Bloomington Normal area. They've already produced electric vehicles and we want to capitalize on their success to lure even more supply companies and EV-related manufacturers to the state. So we already have a good working template in place as far as why the state can be competitive with the EV industry. I mentioned the Salantis plant in Belvedere, but also there's a Ford plant in Chicago that will likely make the transition in the years ahead. And so as Pam mentioned, we have a strong automotive industry in the state. There's no reason that with this incentive package can make Illinois the future capital of electric vehicle production in the years ahead. And so it was interesting how this got going. I appreciate Pam and other leaders in Belvedere and Boone County reached out to me and other members of the local delegation because they were concerned about the future of the Belvedere plant. And they explained to us how the state really needs to step up and provide incentives because as I indicated, other states are putting some pretty attractive packages out there. And they came forward and saying, we need to make sure that Illinois is in the game when these automakers are making a decision. So then we reached out to automakers and the Pritzker administration, which had already started formulating a package because they realized this is something that the state needs to be involved with. And so they were very cooperative, really reached out to all the automakers, including Stellantis, and asked them, what do you need? What can we do to make Illinois the place to be when it comes to EV manufacturing? And with conversation with the automaker and the Pritzker administration and the local leaders that kind of formulated this package that the General Assembly approved a couple of weeks ago during a fall veto session. And it came together pretty quick. I mean, this was a massive package, you know, 100 pages long with all kinds of credits for training costs, construction jobs, certain tax exemptions and other enhancements to incentivize EV production here. And it came together in a matter of weeks. So to put together legislation that massive and to get it approved by both chambers on a bipartisan basis shows that we can do things when we need to in a short amount of notice. So it's quite a story pulling everything together in a short amount of time. It's a question really for either or both of you. When you think about the automotive industry and producing cars, most people will automatically default to thinking about Detroit and Michigan in general. But who are we competing with as a state now as we move towards electric vehicles, both for the overall industry itself, but also on a local level? Pam, what are you seeing other local entities try to offer to lure the industry to the area? And how does that compare to what we're doing? Well, I think that this package actually is very close to what other areas are offering. They're not only offering a very attractive package to locate there, but they're also providing incentives as they continue to grow within their community. And I think that that's where Illinois kind of fell short, according to our manufacturers in the community. They said that we're continuing to invest in Illinois and we're getting better offers across the state lines. So we were finding that Detroit Detroit, as well as other areas within the Midwest, we weren't as competitive with, as well as outside the state of Illinois. So we really wanted to have a robust incentive program that will support the attraction and retention efforts of our automotive industries and other industries as a whole. This includes, as the senator says, training dollars. How are we going to provide some of those to develop those skills and help the continuing investment, the continued need for the workforce as it changes in the automotive industry? 
to add what Pam said, I think we can be and we are competitive. I mean, there's a state like Mississippi that just threw $500 million in cash to an automaker as an incentive. And fortunately, we in Illinois, we're able to offer other things, like I said, a good workforce, a good educational system that other states may not have. That's very competitive out there. And we just needed some additional financial incentives to show automakers as well. But I think we can compete. And I don't think we would have had conversations with the automakers that we've had the past couple of weeks if they weren't interested, if there wasn't a realistic path forward to try to attract this EV production. So it's very competitive. It's frustrating for some that these incentives are being offered, but yet it's the game that's being played right now. And Illinois has to be competitive. It has to be in the ball game when it comes to trying to lure these manufacturers. Oh, I also wanted to share some of the lower cost of doing business is in Illinois, even compared to Detroit. State did a comparison with Detroit when we started our conversations with Stellantis a year ago, and we were about 2 million short in order to do business here in Illinois. And that includes water and sewer costs, electric costs, as well as many other infrastructure costs to develop construction and build. So I think that we do have some great assets in our community and our region and in Illinois, and we need to highlight that and also continue to provide those services for businesses. What is the big picture here as far as what this industry is going to require? Obviously, you're going to need people to work at the final assembly plants for the these electric vehicles, but you also have to think about the components that go into them. Talk to us a little bit about some of those additional jobs that may not be so obvious to the typical Illinois resident. What automatically comes to mind when you have EV production, you'd like to have facilities that manufacture batteries relatively close. People don't realize these battery plants can mean hundreds or thousands of jobs as well. So that's in addition, I guess it kind of highlights the local supply chain that feeds parts and components to the manufacturer. And so that's what we're talking about here, large and small businesses in the state that can just bring thousands of dollars in economic development. So, you know, we're trying to lure the manufacturer or retool an existing manufacturing plant, but it's all the additional parts and components and batteries, for example, when it comes to EV production that we really can tap into. And this package will help incentivize businesses. I want to also add that there's a number of, as you mentioned, jobs in manufacturing. Currently, we have a number of jobs in our region focusing on production production, metal and plastic workers, and installation and maintenance, as well as engineering and assembly. As we move forward, it will probably be more higher technology. Mechatronics would be important. Welding, as we indicated, some battery operations, so more into recycling. So there'll be new technology that maybe even the automotive industry hasn't seen. So they're going to be partnering with a number of other institutions in the U.S., as well as outside of the U.S., to ensure that they have a smooth transition and can continue to be ahead of the game by 2024. But in economic development, we always say in manufacturing, for every two jobs that you have in manufacturing results in one job in another area, whether or not it be healthcare, logistics, it could be retail, it could be in other areas. It spurs development. It's one of the largest economic impact resource that we have in our community. I had mentioned the potential partnerships with higher education institutions. I had a conversation with the University of Illinois 
professor in engineering a couple of weeks ago about this very topic and potential technology advances. And he is working on, I don't know if I'm describing it accurately, but the use of plasma in batteries to make it more efficient as far as storage and things like that. And those are the type of technological advances that we can tap into our higher educational system that we can partner with these manufacturers that will lead to even more products down the line. So it's kind of a developing this whole ecosystem of EV production and related technologies that potentially just could be a huge boon for economic development, not only in Northern Illinois, but across the state. Senator, where do we go from here? What are the next steps in the process? And I guess, Pablo, that would be a question for you as well on the local level in terms of economic development. What's next as we try to grow Illinois in the EV industry? I think decisions will be made by automakers over the next couple of months as far as, again, where the manufacturing facility will be located and whether to retool existing plants. So that's why we needed to pass it so quickly a couple of weeks ago, because there was an urgency to the situation and we needed bold and immediate action. And I think we did that in this package. And, you know, we would love to see something happen in Belvedere, as we indicated that there's a number of suppliers throughout the region. I would assume that the retooling would probably happen at the Belvedere assembly plant at a more reasonable cost. But the supply chain that Stellantis typically requires is within a certain mile radius. So we've been very fortunate that most of those suppliers have landed within our region. So we hope that that will continue. But our next steps is really to get our infrastructure in place to make sure that we are ready to be a good force and have our location, our region ready to respond to whatever their needs are, both for the electric vehicles as well as new facilities. And this really is a regional situation. Obviously, the Solantis plant employs people from Northern Illinois and Southern Wisconsin and across the region. But if a supplier locates within a certain geographical area, for example, if it locates across the border in Indiana, we'd love to see it in Illinois. But as long as within a certain geographical area, that's good news for the local plant. So we have to look at it from a regional standpoint as far as where the employees are coming from and potentially where the supply companies will be located as well. I wanted to share that we do have a Rock Valley Technology Center that was developed in Belvedere, and they are ready to open their doors. But they also have a part of their system open for development that could be potential for the next phase of automotive. This would be in order to help develop that pipeline and also to train that current workforce. So an exciting time as Illinois and the rest of the nation moves forward and the continued growth of the automotive industry. Hopefully a good chunk of that's going to happen right here within our state in the electric vehicle industry. State Senator Steve Stottleman of Rockford, Pamela lopez Fettis of the Growth Dimensions Economic Development Group. Thank you both so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you.